Tonight on the Worldview Report, the head of NATO issues a prediction that Ukraine will join NATO. It's only a matter of time. Was that meant to provoke Russia? Putin slaps back by reminding NATO that his country will defend itself against a NATO attack with any and all means available. The New York Times disclosed in an article that the CIA built 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine over the past 10 years for the purpose of waging a shadow war against Russia. The Israel Defense Forces say that they took out a significant Hezbollah leader, Hassan Hussein Salami, in an airstrike in southern Lebanon. And an iconic American store brand announces plans to close 150 stores nationwide. And for the first time, the head of NATO, a member country, openly talks about the possibility of sending troops into Ukraine to fight Russia. All these stories and more as the Worldview Report begins right now. This is Worldview Report with host Brandon House. Whether it is news from the nation's capital or your state capital, from the classroom to the boardroom, from national security to national and local news that impacts you and your family, Worldview Report is your trusted source for vital and uncensored news. And now, here is Brandon House. Good evening, and welcome to the Worldview Report. Leading off tonight, war rhetoric is heating up on both sides of the East-West divide. In remarks made on the occasion of the second anniversary of the Russia-Ukraine war, NATO Secretary General Hans Stoltenberg issued some provocative statements about Kiev's future with the Western Military Alliance. He said in a video message that was released on Saturday, February 24th, quote, Ukraine will join NATO. It's not a question of if, but of when, end quote. Watch this. Ukraine will join NATO. It is not a question of if, but of when. As we prepare you for that day, NATO will continue to stand with Ukraine for your security and for ours. If you listen to what's coming out of NATO mouthpieces, it appears that Ukraine is already a de facto member of NATO. Referencing billions of dollars of Western defense aid poured into Kiev so far, including, quote, artillery, ammunition, air defense and combat boats, F-16 equipment and spare parts, drones and demining equipment, end quote. Stoltenberg pledged that, quote, more support is on the way, end quote. In a response the following day, Russian President Vladimir Putin warned that European countries will automatically be pulled into a war with Russia if Ukraine is allowed to enter NATO. Putin conceded that his country's forces would be outnumbered in a conventional face-off with NATO, but reminded the NATO countries that Russia has a nuclear arsenal that is large and modernized. So he basically, well, he pleaded with them not to force him to use this arsenal. Putin stressed that in such a scenario, quote, there will be no winners, end quote, as, quote, you will be pulled into this conflict against your will. You won't even have time to blink your eye when you execute Article 5. I don't want it, end quote. Watch this. 
Я хочу еще раз все-таки подчеркнуть это. Я говорил, но мне очень бы хотелось, чтобы вы меня услышали все-таки в конце концов. И донесли это до своих читателей, зрителей и пользователей в интернете. Но вы понимаете или нет, что если Украина будет в НАТО и военным путем будет возвращать себе Крым, европейские страны автоматически будут втянуты в военный конфликт с Россией. Конечно, значит, потенциал объединенной организации НАТО и России несопоставим. Мы понимаем. Но мы даже и понимаем, что Россия одна из ведущих ядерных держав. По некоторым компонентам, по современности даже многих опережает. Победителей не будет. И вы окажетесь втянутыми в этот конфликт, помимо своей воли. И вы даже не успеете глазом моргнуть, когда будете исполнять пункт 5 Римского договора. Господин президент, конечно, не хочет этого развития. И я не хочу. И я не хочу. Поэтому, поэтому он здесь и находится и, и мучает меня ratcheting up the rhetoric against Russia. While in Poland, well, he fumbled the ball and he fumbled it badly. Watch this. And because we know that Russia must uh, win this war. That's a, sorry, that Ukraine must win this war uh, against Russia. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. The New York Times disclosed in an article on February 25th that the CIA built 12 secret spy bases in Ukraine waging a shadow war against Russia for the past decade. And in the middle of it all was the Marxist communist CIA director, John Brennan, who admitted for voting for communist presidential candidate back in the 70s, Gus Hall. After a US supported violent coup toppled Ukraine's democratically elected government, John Brennan visited Kiev in April of 2014. Shortly after, the new Ukrainian government launched a so-called anti-terror operation against its Russian-speaking citizens there in eastern Ukraine. For eight years, leading up to Russia's invasion in 2022, Ukraine's government, with the help of the CIA, relentlessly bombed eastern Ukraine. Millions of innocent civilians were caught in the crossfire of a geopolitical chess match between Russia and the United States. This is part of the story that is often ignored by the Western press. Watch this. Various people have said that John Brennan, the head of the CIA, traveled possibly under another name to Kiev. And I just wanted to know, did he travel there? Does it have anything to do with this action? Just to No, it, ha it happened uh, only in, in the uh, some co comments from Moscow. I don't know. So, Thank you. Were you in Kiev recently? I was in Kiev a couple weeks ago, yes. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us uh, what your mission was? Uh, I was out there to uh, interact with uh, our Ukrainian partners and friends. Ukraine's acting president has announced the start of an anti-terrorist operation in the east of the country. Today was the day Kiev sent in troops to try to wrest back control of the east. О чем люди говорят? Люди хотят два государственных языка. Люди хотят федерализации. Сегодня призывают отправить армию. Сегодня призывают зачистить эти территории. Сегодня называют своих граждан террористами. Для чего? Я действительно считаю, что у нас есть возможность сохранить страну. Но для этого нужно остановить эскалацию насилия, прекратить военные операции. Выступить переговоры. 
happened here, but this is exactly the kind of incident that could really blow this situation up into a civil war. U.S. officials say the vice president's in Kiev to boost economic and political assistance to authorities there. Speaking to its new pro-Western leaders, U.S. Vice President Joe Biden pledged to help Ukraine through the crisis, including an aid package of $50 million. We can help in stabilizing and strengthening Ukraine's economy by helping you withstand the unfair economic pressure being thrust upon you. We stand ready to do that, and I say the American people stand ready. The Ukrainian people deserve to uh, determine their future, uh, again, free from outside interference, and that's what the United States is trying to do. And uh, to the extent that uh, we here at CIA can work with our partners in Ukraine and other areas to, to give them the, uh, the information, the, the capabilities that they need in order to bring stability and security back to that country, we will do that. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back from the break, and thank you again for joining us tonight and every night. And thank you for telling your family and friends about the broadcast. It's available every night at 7 o'clock central at worldviewtube.com and also now streaming at patriot.tv. And then we put it up on demand for people to watch again and again. So please consider going to worldviewtube.com, send the link to your family and friends, and invite them to make this a regular part of their daily news consumption. We appreciate that. Remember, we are brought to you by you. One of our biggest sponsors is WVWfoundation.com. WVWfoundation.com. Our foundation is committed to helping produce TV, radio, books, conferences, documentaries, to help people understand the times through the lens of a Christian worldview. It is our foundation that is also the church service that is on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central at worldviewtube.com. Our foundation has been hosting that Sunday night church service since 2015. And I just finished up a series on Twisted Scripture, Twisted Theology. Now I'm going to start a series on the book of Revelation. How timely is that? I hope you'll join us on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central at worldviewtube.com. And then again, remember, brought to you by our foundation, www.foundation.com. Think of us as your conservative Christian worldview alternative to NPR. And please consider making a contribution and helping us continue our goal of pushing out as much free content as we can to help people understand the times and know how God would have us to respond. Donald Trump Jr. says a demented leftist sent him a letter containing a death threat and white powder, which sparked a hazmat response to his home in Florida. Just the News reports that Trump Jr. told MSM News, quote, this is now the second time a demented leftist has mailed me a death threat with white powder, end quote. The last time Donald Trump Jr. received an envelope with a white powder was when his father was president. That's what the former president's eldest son said. And then he added, quote, if this happened twice to a prominent Democrat, there would be hearings in Congress. But since my last name is Trump, the media will move on in a day. The hatred the left has for my family knows no bounds, end quote. The letter Donald Trump Jr. received on Monday included the names of all of Trump's children and for the married ones, their spouses, with the exception of Tiffany Trump and her husband, who were left off of the letter. 
According to photos of the threat published by the Daily Caller, the letter states, quote, again, how many lives will be ruined before the psychopath Donald is silenced? Lee Harvey Oswald's grandson must complete his contract, end quote. The letter also says that, quote, it's time, end quote, for the news that, quote, Donald and his family have gone up in smoke when the Trump plane dives into the Atlantic Ocean, end quote. Authorities do not believe the white powder sent to the former first son was deadly. That's according to the Associated Press. Officials, they have, however, publicly identified a suspect behind the incident. Concerns regarding white powder, they date back to 2001, when letters with deadly anthrax killed five people after being sent to news organizations and members of Congress. A new form of self-spreading mRNA vaccines has been developed that will allow governments to vaccinate entire populations without the need for injections or individuals' consent. The new technology, which was developed by Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates and his various organizations, is now reportedly ready to deploy to the public. Investigative journalist and reporter Jeffrey Jackson brought the alarming reality to the light when he was on the high wire. Jackson explains that he is referring to a technology that was almost ready to be deployed for the coronavirus pandemic. However, it was ultimately passed over at the time for mRNA injections instead. Four years later, it is conceivable that the global health authorities will push for its use in the event of another so-called global health crisis. The idea behind self-spreading vaccines is largely grounded in circumventing informed consent. A scientific paper from Timothy Naughton notes, quote, infectious disease control faces significant challenges, including how to therapeutically target the high-risk populations, circumvent behavioral barriers, and overcome pathogen persistence and resistance mechanisms, end quote. A report from The Telegraph notes, quote, in a study from November, the Department of Health stated that self-spreading techniques could eliminate vaccine delay, end quote. The U.S. military and DARPA had also been researching self-spreading vaccines before Gates finally brought the technology to the market. DARPA has been exploring antivirals that so-called evolve in real time against new viral strains. Attorney Aaron Siri issued a warning about the self-spreading vaccines soon after being deployed. Quote, with this product, the whole idea is they release it to basically one person and it spreads to every single person on the globe. So if they mess it up one time, just once, they can mess up the entire world. What might even be the biggest victim, if they ever release the thing, it's going to be civil individual rights. Here, they're going to release a product where you're going to have no choice effectively but to take it. That is the ultimate crushing of individual and civil rights, end quote. We have a sad but very telling story to report about a young nurse in Canada. Greg Rees reports that Kayla Pollock was one of millions coerced and deceived into getting the deadly COVID shots when they were mandated to do so in 2021. A week after receiving the Moderna booster, she fell to the floor and was paralyzed for 30 minutes. Another episode happened a week later, and shortly after that, she became paralyzed from the neck down. 
The first doctor told her that this was something that often happens to people when they're upset and that it was all in her head. Reese reports that a second doctor was honest with her, but had to keep it hidden. They found a massive lesion on her spine and the doctor told her it was most likely caused by the vaccine and that he's seen many cases like hers. Kayla spent several months in the hospital and in rehabilitation where the staff offered her medical assisted suicide on two occasions, which is the only assistance the medical system in Canada, well, seen to be able to offer. Watch this. Kayla Pollock was one of millions coerced and deceived into getting the deadly COVID shots when they were mandated in 2021. Could you tell us why you decided to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Basically, a lot of it had to do with the things I was hearing on TV. So there was a lot of fear just being screamed at me by not just the TV, but also like, you know, when you hear like the WHO is on TV telling you that this is like a deadly pandemic and, you know, people with immune disorders are gonna, you know, die from COVID-19 more likely than other people. Um, you know, I was hearing about that and my dad was dying in long-term care at the time. In order to go see him, I needed the shots. In order to go to work, I needed the shots. A week after receiving the Moderna booster shot, she fell to the floor and was paralyzed for 30 minutes. Another episode happened a week later, and shortly after that, she became paralyzed from the neck down. The first doctor told her that this was something that often happens to people when they're upset, and that it was all in her head. He told me that um, this was something that often happens to people when they're upset and that I essentially, this was in my head. And the good news was that I would get better because I was essentially having an episode that was some sort of psychotic episode. I asked him when I would get better and he said, you know, it, it, it's up to you really. A second doctor was honest with her, but had to keep it hidden. The second diagnosis, a, a doctor came to me and he whispered in my ear and he said, I think there's something seriously wrong with you. I do not think you're faking. He said, I have a neurologist or a radiologist who's willing to read your report at home. If you go into the scanner right now, I can get that done. They found a massive lesion on her spine and the doctor told her it was most likely caused by the vaccine and that he's seen many cases just like it. Most likely it's gonna be probably if I'm using my gut impression here from the vaccine. Kayla spent several months in the hospital's rehabilitation center where the staff offered her medical assisted suicide on two occasions, which is the only assistance the medical system seems to offer. Rehab didn't do a whole lot. Um, I, when I was sent home from rehab, I was told that I'd be getting a lot of personal support hours and I got home from rehab and uh, for uh, four days straight, nobody came. If this story is disturbing to you, then it means you still have a heart and your human soul has managed to survive these dark days. The trauma has been too much for many who have disassociated into cold indifference and fail to fully recognize the crimes that are being committed against all of humanity. A Salvadorian fugitive with ties to the notorious MS-13 gang and wanted for murder back home, 
was detained by Enforcement and Removal Operations, or ERO, in Massachusetts on February 19th. This is not his first, his second, or even his third run-in with U.S. immigration authorities. The 44-year-old had been removed from the United States not once, not twice, but three times before. ERO Boston Field Office Director Todd Lyons stated, quote, this unlawfully present fugitive is a member of a violent transnational criminal organization who is wanted for murder in his home country, end quote. According to the Boston Herald, the fugitive is identified as Wilmer Alexi Garcia Man and Orez. Interpol, the International Criminal Police Organization, which is headquartered in France, issued a red notice at the request of El Salvador that details his charges as being a member of a terrorist organization. He initially entered the U.S. illegally across the Canadian border into New York in March of 2001 and was served with a notice to appear before an immigration judge. After failing to appear and being ordered to be removed after he didn't appear in court in March of 2002, he was initially deported in January of 2007 by ERO in Phoenix. He re-entered the U.S. in May of 2010, was arrested in Texas, and was removed a second time in July of that year. His third unlawful entry resulted in another arrest in September of 2012 and subsequent removal the following month. So, despite three removals, this illegal alien re-entered the U.S. and was living in Massachusetts until his most recent arrest by ERO Boston. He is currently in ICE custody pending his removal proceedings all over again. Well, now it's time for our nightly worldview report commentary. Breitbart reports that discussion of sending NATO troops into Ukraine itself has suddenly broken into the open for the first time, prompting Russia to warn that a, quote, direct military conflict between NATO and Russia will be inevitable, in quote, if Western troops become engaged. NATO Secretary General Hans Stoltenberg issued a denial that the alliance was planning to send troops to fight in Ukraine. This was on Tuesday morning, following 24 hours of public discussion among member states, which also triggered a dark threat from Moscow about their response to any troop deployments. The discussion came around an emergency meeting on Ukraine that was called by French President Emmanuel Macron on Monday. Macron appears to be the most publicly supportive of a NATO deployment, directly against Russia. President Macron said that sending Western soldiers to Ukraine, quote, could not be ruled out, end quote, and that, quote, we must do whatever we can to obtain our objective, end quote. Noting there was no consensus in favor of going to war with Russia, at least at the moment, Macron compared that reluctance to all of the many other so-called red lines crossed by NATO in the past two years, which had gone from European nations just giving Ukraine sleeping bags and helmets in 2022 to donating battle tanks and cruise missiles in 2023, preparing to hand over advanced jet fighters in 2024. Quote, nothing should be excluded. We will do everything that we can to make sure that Russia does not prevail. End quote. That's what Macron said while expressing his belief that Russia was preparing to take more territory, not just in Ukraine, but in other countries as well. So reports the Times. That last part, of course, is 
Well, the big lie, or at least the great unknown. They always tell us that Russia wants to expand, that Russia wants to resurrect the old Soviet empire. All the while, the only one expanding is NATO. In the last few months, NATO, well, they've added two more countries. And now almost completely, they surround Russia's western border with its militarized allies. So I think it's time for we the people to get real and call this out for what it appears to be naked aggression by a desperate U.S.-led empire that is rapidly fading in power and prestige on the world stage. Empires never dissolve themselves or go down without a fight. We know that. Macron, well, he is nothing but a puppet of the financial kingdoms and kingpins who have propped up this entire empire for a long time. They created it and they funded it since the end of World War II, I think. And the creation of the UN, the IMF, the World Bank, etc., etc. Well, these are all the same globalist entities, the banks and multinational corporations that have all benefited from the hardworking middle class for decades. And now, now that they've milked the middle class for all it's worth, they want to destroy it and replace it with something else. They've taken almost all there is to take, and they've alienated most of the world in the process. Emmanuel Macron, I think he's representing the same tired talking points of the Western military industrial complex. These talking points, well, they're meant to manipulate public support with fear mongering and a boatload of lies and half-truths accusing America's enemies of exactly what it is America and its allies have become. A military aggressor that meddles in the governments of nations around the world, conducting color revolutions and provoking endless wars. People everywhere are waking up to these facts. Now is the time, I think, to prepare for the inevitable final fall of the American empire. Because it will not fall without a final painful in-game scenario, I think, of war and conflict. Throughout this process, well, we can remain confident in the Lord and his plans for us who know him as our personal Lord and Savior. He will not abandon us. He will not abandon the faithful. I've never seen the righteous denied. But folks, it is time for us, particularly those of us who are Christians, to understand the times and know how God would have us to respond. It is time for families to prepare for what I'm afraid is coming to America. With the red-green axis, Iran, the Islamists, the CCP, all having prepared the battlefield with terror cells and military-age males all throughout the United States of America. They have been aided by our enemies that have been very successful at taking over the central federal U.S. government. They have allowed this invasion on purpose. I think they, inside our government, are working for the other side, the other team, if you will. We have indeed been infiltrated from within. These are now enemies, foreign and domestic, that are posing a serious existential threat to the United States. The reality is, my friends, Americans are, well, for the first time, likely to fight a world war on their own lower 48. It's always been over there. This time, I think they are preparing to battle it right here. That's where, again, Christians should be thinking seriously about how to respond. Because, again, 
This could be the greatest hour for Christians if we're willing to lead and then proclaim the gospel in this great hour of need. Well, that does it for this edition of the Worldview Report. As always, thank you for tuning in and for supporting this viewer-supported broadcast. Remember, you can do that by going to wvwfoundation.com, wvwfoundation.com. Another way you can support us is, and I think support your health, is by going to melissahousebg.com. I take this twice a day. I just took it before coming on the air. I take it twice a day. So does my wife. Now, you can take it once a day if you want, but Melissa and I take it twice a day. I don't have time to tell you all the benefits that we have acquired from taking this, but we sure do get a lot of emails from many of you that are giving us your testimonies of how thankful you are for this elixir loaded with collagen, which men, we need collagen as well. Everybody needs collagen, men and women. Astraxanthin, which crosses the blood-brain barrier, loaded with antioxidants to fight those free radicals. And then cat's claw, a very strong anti-inflammatory. Again, we know we're getting great results personally, but we also know that's happening collectively with many of you because the retention rate is like over 80% of, the, of you who have ordered it that keep ordering it. So I think that says a lot too. There are a lot of scientific trials. You can read about, about 80 of them, and you can read about all of them at melissahousebg.com, melissahousebg.com. Another way you can support us and, I think, support your family and prepare for what I'm afraid is coming, and that is to get your own wellness company emergency medical kit. Eight different meds in this, ivermectin, amoxicillin, and others. Please check it out at twc.health forward slash Brannon. twc.health forward slash Brannon. Please check that out, won't you? And then wvwtvstore.com. Right now we have half-off shipping on all of our freeze-dried food. Are you prepared to do without essential services and a grocery store for several weeks to several months? If you're not, you might wanna do what my family has done and we have put away two years worth of emergency freeze-dried food, including meat, fruit, vegetables, gluten-free. It's all there for you at wvwtvstore.com. Please consider going there now, WVW tvstore.com. You can also use the phone number 901-468-9357. 901-468-9357. Folks, I have been putting final touches on my preparation plans because I think something's coming this year and you, I think you do too. The question is, have you gone down your checklist and are you ready? I think we can help you with some of the supplies at wvwtvstore.com. And remember right now we have half off shipping on our freeze-dried food. That's a great way to support yourself and, and your family and us all at the same time, right? Thank you for that. All right, till next time, I'm Brandon House. May God save America. Take care.